I am a fan of Stranger Things, which is why it pains me so much that I did not enjoy season four. Now, a lot of people did, and that's great. I take nothing away from that. But for me, it just didn't work. And whenever that happens, whenever there's a disconnect in that way, I try to really reflect why that is. To try to come up with reasons, you know, for myself that I can benefit from as an artist. And the reason I'm sharing this is, you know, potentially any writers out there, actors, directors, showrunners, whatever it may be, can also benefit um, from this insight and hopefully avoid these things, right? So without further ado, I'm going to talk about season four in its entirety. So I, I will be try to be as general as I can to avoid spoilers, but nonetheless, there will be certain points where I will pick out specific details and it's going to be a spoiler, right? So you have been warned, but let's get into this. Uh, the, the pacing is off. It just is. So you know, one of the strengths of the show was always the characters as a unit. And yes, there's always been parallel storytelling, but this just took it to another level where you had Russia, you had multiple factions within Hawkins, then you had the California crew, and, and so forth, right? And so we're spending so much time intercutting, and oftentimes what would happen is you know, each scene, let's say, is like two to three minutes, maybe four, and it takes all that time, right, you know, potentially four minutes to really build up any momentum where I'm finally invested, and then it cuts away, it cuts through something else. And so now I have to reinvest myself in that new scene, which I'm not because I'm thinking about the old one. And by the time we come back to that original scene that like had built up that momentum, it's been 20, 25 minutes and I've forgotten slash lost interest in what that was. So, and, and, and many times it's just, we're moving the plot so slowly in terms of the overall progress of things. Yeah, I mean, these are, these are really long episodes overall. You know, most of them are over an hour, sometimes well over an hour. And it's just one of those things that you want to have the most impact in the shortest amount of time. And I definitely think they could have used some trimming in each of those episodes and just better resequencing of, of some of that stuff. And, and there's certain scenes that you just didn't need because nothing happened. Okay? And that's, that's my other thing, character moments. I love when shows have great character moments, but the way to do it is to develop that as part of the plot, not separate, right? Part of why the pacing was so off for me was because we'd, you know, create the story progression, you know, of what the main objective is, be going towards it, but then halt immediately of like, hey, let's, let's talk about this subplot of us. Um, so for, it, it, by the end, Nancy and Will, that was like a big thing, you know, they're in the upside down, and we halt and just kind of uh, have a moment with them where they're talking. And not only not only do we halt the story for that, but then also a lot of these moments get intercut or undercut rather by, you know, as soon as we reach that peak, then another character comes in, breaks up that moment, and we got to keep going, right? Same thing happened with, with um, Joyce and Hopper 
at the prison a lot of times. You know, they, they'd be having a moment, boom, inter- you know, someone comes in, uh, you know, the phone rings, someone comes in, blah, 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 right? And it's just, it's just these moments that, that don't work for me. Like, if you're going to do it, then at least, like, pay it off. Like, stop leaving all these, like, cliffhangers. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it just didn't work for me. And, you know, the like, when I talk about the Nancy and Wilf, um, or Steve thing, rather, um, you know, we, we cut back in the bus after they have their moment to then literally set up a moment between Max and Lucas. And it's just, it's just one of those things that's just like rather convenient. Like they finished their speech. And so now we're going to cut to <laughs> this other thing where Lucas gets up and goes and talks to Max. <clears throat> and I know that might sound nitpicky, but it's just, it's just so, it just feels scripted and methodical in a way that just doesn't ring true. Um, unfortunately, which is another thing, like every moment just plays so hyper real and hyper serious. People don't speak like, like this, um, you know, there's ebbs and flows to it. Whereas in this, everything's just say a sentence, pause, reaction, say another sentence, dramatic music, blah, blah, blah. And it's, this, this is not how people speak. And the real problem with it is when everything's important, nothing is important, right? Because it's like you're, you're trying to, and especially, you know, each episode, as I said, is well over an hour most times over the course of all of this, you know, it's like 10, 11 hours. And for, for that duration, you, can't, you, you need to have some moments of levity. You need to switch it up. And, and there's just, everything's just hyper serious, in that way, and yeah, unfortunately, it, it, it falls falls short in that way. Another egregious thing is just forgetting the history that you've developed. Um, I know this is like a nitpick, but it speaks to a, a, a bigger thing, where they forgot uh, that that Will's birthday is in May, and in, in the roller rink scene where Eleven decks the girl you know, her bully, that actually was Will's birthday, but they forgot about that. And so it's not really, you know, made a point. And so their fix is to go back to prior episodes and have Winona, AKA Joyce, just dub a line from May to March. That way now Will's birthday is in March. And I know that seems very stupid, but it's just, you're, you're, you're forgetting, you, you don't even know your characters. I mean, you know, it's one of the key things. How do you not know your character's birthday? Because in that moment, if it is his birthday, he would react completely different. And who the hell is going to go back and rewatch those episodes just so, you know, the canon works for them? As I said, it's it's a nitpick, but it's 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 a indication of a larger problem because Vecna, the introduction of that, it's like, oh, you know, you thought this was bad. We're now going to introduce Vecna, Right. And I get that Eleven wouldn't have remembered, but Brenner would. And there is nothing in those earlier seasons to indicate that Brenner, that this was a part of his history, his part of part of his knowledge of Eleven and so forth. So conveniently introducing uh, bigger villains is convenient, and I just I just hate that because it just negates its past um, in that way. Uh, for me in this particular season, the Hopper storyline was just the most boring aspect of it. Um, 
you know, I'm sorry. I really think the show would have benefited from from Hopper dying. Um, not because I didn't like him, but I think the emotional weight of everyone having to deal with that um, would have been fun territory to explore. Um, and, yeah, just the scenes in particular in the prison. It didn't progress things overall. It felt, you know, I know we were trying to, like, get him out, but, like, we just spent so much time there, and I was just so bored with it. And by the end, it's like what we're really setting up is that, you know, everyone's separated, but they're acting as a whole. And really, it felt rather forced in that way that, okay, let's we, we need Hopper and Joyce to have some agency in terms of the outcome. And I know it's the hive mind and things like that, but, like, how did they know about the kids and kind of what they were doing and... Yada, yada. I, mean, I mean, I know it was the phone call and things like that, but it, it was just a stretch, and I didn't think it ultimately, like, I just didn't care, because I, I didn't think ultimately what they were doing um, was set up well to, like, have a meaningful impact in the grand scheme of things, and again, so now, at the climax of your show, we're just intercutting more and more stuff just to be like, okay, see, everyone's involved. It just, it just really didn't work for me. To that effect, I said, you know, Hopper, I think would, it would have benefited from his death. Um, I, I think that's a problem with the show is that it conveniently kills off new characters that, yes, fans grow to love, like Eddie, but they're not the core. And therefore, after a certain point, it, 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 it subconsciously indicates to the viewer that the stakes don't really matter. You know, So heading into season five, it's like, okay, yes, there might be one of our characters in the prime group could die, but it hasn't been set up, set up that way. And so like, it just doesn't have that emotional weight of the threat being presented at, you know, especially when it's like the end of the world sort of thing. Um, so it's in that sense, it's unfortunate. Um, a lot of shows deal with this and a lot of shows, unfortunately handle it in the same way where, they just refuse to kill off any of their characters because they're fan favorites. And I'm sorry, you, you know, you have to service the story. And, and sometimes that is that gut-wrenching thing, and and it hurts the fans just as it hurts the the characters. And that's the point. Um, you know, speaking of new characters, this, this season was bogged down, in my opinion, by a lot of new characters. You know, Eddie, I think, became a fan favorite, and that's great, but... You know, a lot of the other ones, they just took time away from our characters. And oftentimes, it just felt like they were ultimately being there to set up one particular instance. But because, you know, in, in that Chekhov's gun sort of thing, we have to indicate it very early on. So it, it isn't just out of left field. We spend way too much time with things that, again, just serve like one note ultimately in an 11-hour story. And I'm just not a fan of that. Uh, what's, uh, you know, worse is that... Um, so I mentioned that everything is played so serious and so slow, right? Like, we're, we're literally seeing every moment, every progression pretty much uh, of this entire thing, which, you know, in storytelling, you have the ability to cut out the boring parts. Here, in a lot of ways, they chose to keep in so many so many things that I found boring in that way of like the progression like 
you know, um, and typical fat, like you would normally see like, hey, if we're gonna, I'm not saying that to necessarily do this, but like if, if we're in California and we're gonna get to Hawkins, then it's like, okay, we, we get the destination, boom, we're gonna go to Hawkins, go, right? And we essentially kind of see them there. Here, like every obstacle along the way that could possibly come up, we, we, we put in. Okay, fine, if we're gonna do that, why have moments where it cuts to black when, I, when I'm fully invested and so forth. So a couple examples of that. When Eleven releases herself from that, vi uh, that, that vine grip and is gonna go after Vecna, it cuts to black and then we just see um, Vecna falling. Like what? I wanna see how we got here. <laughs> I, I, I know I can interpolate it, but it's like you've shown me every little detail of every little thing before that. This is the thing I actually wanna see. So let me see it. Um, the other, you know, moment was, Nan you know, they're at the store. Nancy's buying the gun. And she runs into the, to the high school jock bully. And, you know, he's kind of like looking at her. There's that, it builds a really good moment of tension. And then it cuts away and our characters are like, time to go, bye. And it's like, what, 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 what happened? Literally, I was invested, you know, that, that moment of tension. And it's like, you didn't know what to do with that moment of tension, how to, how to diffuse it. So it's like, let's just cut to the next thing and it'll be okay. So it's just rather convenient. Um, and another moment that was convenient was when Eleven, you know, is with, with Max, especially at that hospital. It's like, okay, you know, she, she goes and does something and we're not really shown what happens in there because we want to conveniently save that for like right at the end to maximize the impact. And it just feels so manipulative. And, and in that sense, because again, you, you piqued my interest and then all of a sudden you cut away. From, so I, I lose interest. It's like, okay, fine. If you're not going to give it to me, then F you, I don't care. Um, so these are, these are the various things that just didn't resonate with me, but I am hopeful you know, I think the show is at its strongest when the group is as a unit rather than just individuals. And so obviously now we've essentially kind of hit that reset button and brought everyone back to Hawkins. The danger's there. So um, I hope they do stick the landing with season five, which is supposed to be the final season. Um, so I am optimistic, but I hope that it stays away from these things that for me just made season four unbearable um, in that way, which is sad because again, there, there are, there are plenty of good moments. Um, but let's say they're like four to five hours worth and they get slogged down by the other, you know, five to six hours of garbage. Um, and you know, so I think it's, just, I think it's just a matter of recutting things a little bit. Um, to be honest with you, you know, trimming things down, um, resequencing stuff. And then I think this season, as good as it is for many people, I think would actually soar and be truly, truly incredible and work, would work for people like me. But these are just my thoughts. Um, as always, I'm sure you know, you're allowed to have differing opinions. Um, maybe you agree on some, maybe you disagree on others, but curious to hear what you think. So comment down below or hit me up on social media at PhilSvitek. Um, either way, I hope this was at least beneficial um, as just 
learning, you know, about storytelling and, you know, all that stuff. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'll see you next time.